This is Her Self-Expression with Beverly Price, a podcast dedicated to women who seek self-empowerment. Like many women, Beverly suffered with low self-esteem, and now she is on the other side and is ready to share her knowledge with you. In this podcast, we interview inspirational women every week who share action-oriented tips to boost self-image and self-confidence. If you'd like to move from self-loathing to self-love, as Beverly did, stay tuned for today's episode that is sure to help you take on the world. And now, here's Beverly. Enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful. I hope you're having an awesome day. This is Beverly Price, your host from Her Self-Expression, and I'm so happy to be here with you. My questions for you about this episode are, do you love your life? Would you change anything if you could? Can you embrace the change? Well, my guest today can help. My guest is my friend, Alicia Skye. Alicia is an intuitive business coach who helps heart-centered coaches and creatives claim limitless success without the fear of being judged from having inauthentic strategies by using mindful accountability and intuitive direction. She works with individuals and corporate teams using the proven techniques she developed for her online coaching programs, the Brilliance Method, and as well, Course Creation Clarity. To quote Alicia, when we are fully present to each moment, we make quick, clear decisions, practice excellent self-care, and our capacity for patience and kindness expands. Our abundance in all areas of life increases. This is the place to create your life from, and I am here to help you get there quickly. How beautiful that is. She lives in Nashville, Tennessee with her rock star husband and four rescues, two dogs, two cats. She loves live music, especially Pearl Jam, and enjoys learning new things every day, especially when it comes to the human mind and heart. And we hope we're going to learn like that from Alicia today. Well, hi, Alicia. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Hi, Beverly. You're welcome. What a beautiful introduction. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. And congratulations on this incredible launch and podcast. Uh, what, What a privilege. Oh, this is so exciting. You're the first interview of the podcast. Um, and I'm really excited to kick it off with you looking at how we can give ourselves permission to recreate our lives because that's what empowerment and growth is all based on. So can well, you tell 100%. us a little bit about yourself personally and professionally? Thank you. Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> as, as, as you shared so, so lovingly, uh, you know, I'm an intuitive business coach and in order to, you know, really express what that means for people, I've had to own my own gifts of being incredibly intuitive. And my intuition saved my own life, and we can tell that story a little bit later. But I've also had just a tremendous amount of business success as an entrepreneur. And I didn't go to college for marketing or or business or any of that stuff. I don't have an MBA, right? I went to college for theater and psychology, <laughs> which makes a lot of sense when you know me. You know me, Beverly. Absolutely. Right? The theater part, especially. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so so I love to play. I love to connect. I love to feel. And that that honors that intuitive piece. So, um, of course, bringing in, OK, all the all this business success that I've had. Right. I was I created a wedding business in Southern California. We were the number one wedding officiant company. We still are right for over 10 years. And 
uh, an incredible production company. And my acting career was wonderful when I was in L.A. And uh, just so many things. Right. And people used to say to me, you've got this magic wand, like you touch something and it turns to gold. It's like, well, why is that? Right. Like, yes, we are all like like unique and wonderful in our own ways, but I don't feel separately unique from you. Right. Because this just all comes from love and we are all infinite beings of love, in my opinion. So it's really about, you know, the, the coaching style a little bit of who I am personally and professionally is around creating my life around not just being one thing. Right. We're not. None of us are, are one thing. Right. So that right. would be the best way to, to introduce myself is I, I am I am many things. But as a mindfulness consultant and coach, uh, which I used to identify and, and call myself that before I really got clarity on the intuitive business piece. Mindfulness, clarity and life purpose and mindfulness. We have to focus on one thing at a time. Right. So in business, we can be many things, Beverly. <laughs> right, you're an incredible podcast host. You're an incredible coach. You make incredible jewelry. You run in incredible communities. But right now, we're just focusing on the podcast, right? Exactly. One thing at a time. I absolutely love your energy and positivity. It's it's catching, and I just feel it. I feel the energy, and I feel the vibe. It's great. So, what Excellent. do you mean by recreating your life and giving a giving yourself permission to do that? That's a great question. When we recreate our life. It usually happens because we've hit this catalyst for change, right? Anytime right. anyone wants to take action, they want something new, right? They've they've decided to start a podcast, start a coaching business, or join, you know, uh, a retreat or, or a coaching program, uh, go to college again, like whatever it is you decide to do. It's because you believe that you are worthy and deserving of something better, right? Yes. Usually happiness, something different, right? So right. something has happened in your life that has shifted you out of the mentality of suffering, like into an empowerment energy of creation. Yes. And especially as women, we are inherently creators, right? Like our bodies were meant to create over and over and over again, whether we have children or not. So when we want to recreate our life, we get to tap into who we naturally are, like on a, on a genetic level, Beverly. Right. So good news for everyone. Like you've already got it. You already have this ability and yep. listening, to, listening to our intuition, right? It's just the same as, as seeing, tasting, smelling, hearing, touching. It's just about kind of unlocking that. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, knowing that we get to really create our life, it's, it's that our past does not define us. Right. So we right. get to express that creative brilliance, but we have to do the work. Right. I like to say it's when the, the pain of the problem becomes greater than the pain of the solution change will happen. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> so, I mean, that sounds so beautiful to recreate your life, but why why do I need to give myself permission? Well, it you know, it it depends, right? If you are if you're already in that mindset and you're like, boom, I'm going and going and going, you've already given yourself permission. Okay. Okay. But what happens Right. We, we see the macro level, right? We see the forest. We see this is all possible. I want this. I'm going to launch this thing. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to have this many clients, right? And then we get in there, right? We get it. We get into the woods and we're like, ooh, there's this, whew, there's a bear over there and there's a giant tree in front of me. And I forgot about this, this big picture goal. Right. right? So then when we get in there, we have to, on a micro level, give ourselves those permissions and reminders over and over and over again to keep going. Now, 
there's a small amount of people on this planet who are incredibly self-motivated. I'm going I'm to get what I want no matter what. I'm going to do everything it takes. I'm going to do all the work. I'm not going to let anyone mess with me, right? And so like good for them, right? But then I would look at, okay, how do we balance that masculine energy into some feminine energy too and soften yourself up to actually experience life right. and receive, right? Receive to create. So those permissions are really our own accountability for self. Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what so I it's need not to a matter, do. Right. It's not a matter of do we have to, right? But you, you can and you should and you will. Because if you don't, then you find yourself, you know, they say, quote unquote, feeling stuck. But anytime we're actually feeling stuck, we're not actually stuck, right? We're just experiencing some sort of glitch in our belief pattern where we forgot to believe in the magic and the miracle and the impossible of the whole forest and, and believing in our dreams. And yeah, usually, or we get or we get so comfortable with the way life was and it's so familiar that we don't want to step into something new. A hundred percent, right? Especially if we're talking to empty nesters, right? right? Or I've been at my nine to five for a long time and I'm I'm pretty cozy there. Yeah. But if you're there, you know if there's something in your own brilliance, right, or as Gay Hendricks calls it, your zone of genius, that it feels like there's something missing. Yes. And you may feel like, well, am I being ungrateful? I make good money. I've got this great life. I've got great kids or happy marriage. Like, I'm healthy. Like, why do I feel unfulfilled? Right? And what that is, Beverly, is that creative energy not being nurtured. Right. Because it very much gets nurtured when we start a business, start a new job, have kids or, you know, there's ways that we, you know, unless you're specifically creative. I work with a lot of, as you, as you read earlier, right, creatives. I work with a lot of writers, directors, actors, but mostly coaches, right? Right. And for, for coaches, right, unless they're making jewelry, they don't feel that creative fulfillment unless they're producing a podcast, right? They don't feel right. that creative fulfillment. So there is fun and joy in creating offers, building businesses and whatnot, but don't discount how fun it can be to, to, to make over your office, right. right? Or to go on a road trip, like have creative expressions of your true self. Give yourself permission to play. Absolutely. I love play. Yeah. I, re I rearranged my office several times already. So that's cool. I love it. You're creative got a question for you that I've always wondered about. What's your definition of mindfulness? Ooh, well, uh, my personal definition yes. is with mindfulness, it means that we are so incredibly present in the moment that all of our senses, including our sixth sense, are in tune. So when we are mindful, right, our mind is full of the present. Versus when we are mindless, we're doing mindless actions. It's gotcha. kind of like if you're, you're watching TV and you're eating, you're not actually tasting the food, right? That's mindless eating versus mindful eating. Mindful eating would be, I'm going to pick up my fork. I'm going to feel the weight of the fork in my hand. I'm going to put the food in my mouth. I'm going to put the fork down. I'm actually going to chew it. I'm going to taste what it tastes like. I'm going to feel it going down my throat. I'm going to appreciate all the smells. I'm going to breathe for a moment and I'm going to take another bite. Yeah. And if that feels boring to you, just good, good to know, right? Good awareness that you're so used to being productive and rushing that you're not actually slowing life down. Right. right? 
Mindfulness is slowing life down. There's a beautiful quote by Sharon uh, Salzberg, and she says, mindfulness helps us get better at seeing the difference between what's happening and the stories we tell ourselves about what's happening. Mm. Right? Stories that get in the way of our direct experience. And those stories treat a like a fleeting state of mind as if it was our entire and, per and permanent self, right? How we get so bogged down and so focused on something right. that doesn't feel right. Like that's a lack of mindfulness that we forgot who we really are, which is love. Oh, so it's the opposite of multitasking, I would guess. To a certain degree, right? We are not computers. Computers are designed to do many things at once. Now right. we can, we can, and some of us learn, you know, we all have different learning styles. You know, my husband is a great poker player and he plays better poker when there's TV going on in the background. Interesting. Because it's stimulating that part of his mind that wants to overthink the next play, right? Uh, Where with yeah, me- Yeah, I can't do that, yeah. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> do you Cannot, need to have right? it totally quiet when you go to sleep? Yes. Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. But he listens to audiobooks to fall asleep, right? Uh. He's like too smart for his own good and he has to quiet his mind. I see. So there's no right or wrong way to be. It's it's really for the individual person to find what works for them, giving themselves permission to fully own it and not feel weird or bad about it. Yeah. No? So tell me, if you will, a little bit about your own personal journey from self-expression to beauty to confidence and self-empowerment. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> can't wait. Well... I don't tell a short story. So um, for those of you watching and listening, grab a, grab a cup of tea or water. But um, uh, I, I've, I've shared it enough where uh, I, I can tune into what feels important to share with you right now. Oh. From that uh, journey of self-expression, um, you know, I was kind of born like a, I, I was kind of a ham, you know, that's why I got into theater at a young age. And it was about that creativity and that connection for me and that staying close to the imagination and play. I believe that, you know, we are, uh, our souls have these inherent qualities about them. And you and I mm -hmm. talked about this the other day. And one of mine is creativity and intuition, generosity and kindness, right? So in knowing who I was at a young age and working with incredible coaches and teachers and healers who have held up those mirrors for me and reminded me who I was, that journey of self-expression really came in when my vanity was stripped away. And it was when I was 24, and this is the story I said about my intuition saved my life. I, uh, I got in a fight with my uh, not so great boyfriend at the time. And I was in the shower and I felt this little, uh, you know, I was like loofahing and I felt this little lump under my pinky, like right, kind of like right on my right breast right here. And because I am intuitive, right? And I've practiced literally listening to my intuition and honing that gift. I saw cancer. Mm. I saw it. I knew it. I'm not a hypochondriac, Beverly, but I knew, right? I knew wow. it. So I called the doctor and I wanted to get an appointment as soon as possible. And they were trying to call me down. They were like, I was 24, right? Yeah. Long time ago. I was 24. And they said, you're too young to have cancer. You know, like just chill out. It's probably a cyst. And I said, no, I'm coming in like Monday morning, whether you want to see me or not. And so she did the, um, you know, she did the the breast exam and she said, you know, it, it, the one in your armpit, because the second one showed up over the weekend that I found, right? She said, the one in your armpit kind of worries me. 
Um, cause the one on my chest was really hard and it didn't really move and it didn't really hurt. The one in my armpit was a little more malleable and it was really sore. Right. She said that one feels like a lymph node and that kind of worries me. Um, but again, I think you can wait. It probably is just a cyst and some inflammation. And I said, no way. <laughs> I know. I, I, right. Well, you know, you know. Right. When you know, you know, and this isn't something I really wanted to be right about, but I went to, she, she referred me to go to, um, the best, the breast center in Beverly Hills. And I, like, I slammed down my Amex, right? Like I was, you know, <laughs> buying a fancy pair of shoes at Nordstrom. And I said, give me a, bi a mammogram and a biopsy, please. <laughs> and everyone in the room, you know, one biopsy coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I have some Manola Blancas and uh, a breast exam? Thank you very much. Uh, they 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 let me pay for it. Uh, I think anyone anyone could do that. So my insurance at the time wasn't going to cover it because of my age. Now insurance has changed quite a bit where they don't really care as much about those types of things, right? But you know that's a whole other topic. But with uh, and I'm grateful for it. But at the time I had to pay for it myself. Right. So turns out I had stage three cancer <gasps> in my right breast and in my auxiliary lymph nodes. Oh man. Right. Right, deer in the headlights, and um, what was kind of funny, I don't tell this part of the story very often, I was performing in a Midsummer Night's Dream that weekend, and I was playing a fairy, like the lead fairy, so I was wearing this cute little, like, leaf bikini, and they were like, you need to have surgery tomorrow, like, you could, be, like, this is deadly, it's almost stage four, like, you gotta have surgery tomorrow, and I said, I'm going to Palm Springs this weekend, and I'm gonna be in a play, so I'll have surgery on Monday. <laughs> And it was fine. And I did it because the reason I did that, Beverly, even though, of course, it was a little bit risky, was I was like, okay, it's only 72 hours. And that could be make or break for someone. So I'm not suggesting anyone ever wait. But again, I was listening to my intuition and I knew my body was about to change forever. Yeah. And I think I inherently knew my perspective and my life and that self-expression was going to change forever. So I wanted to go be my beautiful little 24-year-old perky boob self on that stage. Yeah. Right? Well, I, I did it. And everyone in my theater troupe and all my friends who came out to see it, like, they knew shit was going down. Can I curse on your podcast? I didn't ask you that. I'm sorry. That <laughs> <laughs> it was going down, right? So that it, this was good for me to, to kind of do this for myself. It's important for us to do those things for ourselves, right? Especially when we enter those new stages of recreating ourselves. Mm -hmm. Don't discount yourself or you will resent your own decisions, and then you're going to have to work on forgiving yourself. And it's a whole bunch of layers that led me into my 30s. Okay. Gotcha. But long story longer, but almost over. Um, did the whole thing, double mastectomy, chemo, radiation. Um, I, my hair fell out. I got really skinny and, you know, not in like, not in like a cute, uh, skinny way, in a not so cute, skinny way. Cause I was an actress in LA. So I thought it was going to be a real cute, skinny way. And that's not, not really a thing. Right. Um, when you're sick. So, showing up then in a career where I'm on camera, no hair, my chest, you know, I'm dealing with expanders and implants for anyone who, you know, has had to go through that. It's, it's awkward. I developed lymphedema in my right arm. Like you can even see my right wrist is a little bit more swollen. Mm -hmm. Right. And I've had surgery. Right. So all these things were showing up were the vanity that I leaned on before to like kind of get away with some things. And I was a young, cute little thing. I'm still a young, cute little thing. It was just very different back then. Right. You know? Oh, sure. I, I couldn't lean on those things anymore, Bev. Like, I had to really step into who am I? Who am I without the hair, without the boobs, without the slender arms? Like, 
who is this person? Because I've been so, I had so used to being on camera. So, and anyone else who has been through a, a physically altering journey like that, like accidents, cancer, any of that stuff, that will, that will teach you faster than ever what you really value, who you really are, yes. and what's important. And it is not, it is not how long your hair is, though. Now, my, it was so funny. My hairdresser said, you know, after you go through chemo and your hair grows back and it's nice and cute and coiffed, you're going to want to keep it that way because it's so much easier. And I was like, nope, I'm going to dye it all sorts of colors and grow it forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I've done. Oh, awesome. Um, that was that was the journey, sweetie. Like beautiful you know, and poignant and just amazing. And you came out the other side, the new and improved. You, you. have to. Yeah. Right. You make a choice. You either stay and choose to suffer, even if you're not sick anymore. You could stay in, in victim mentality, right? There's real victims out there, but you can you can choose to stay a victim, right? Or become empowered, right? And it takes a lot of work <laughs> to go from here to here. Yes. It does. But I was willing to do the work. Right. Right. So in being willing to do the work, I got to see myself, really see myself for the first time where I wasn't so concerned about external validation. So in the end, I'm grateful for it. Would I have, would I have chosen it when I get, when I get, you know, the next round of this, of these lifetimes? No, I don't want to get cancer again. I hope I learned this lesson. <laughs> yeah. But I am grateful. I'm a better, I'm a better person now and I get to help more people now. And I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like, yeah. If, if I was who I was then, now, I'd be a mess. I would. I would be chronically sick. Yeah. So, so to recap that incredible story and your wonderful tips, what actionable steps would you give to women who want to live their dream and recreate their life? Whew. Well, there. You know. First of all, just follow your intuition. Okay. Remember that you are more than one thing. So when you are tapping into that unique brilliance for yourself, the one of the strategies I teach in my program, I call it mad scientist. Okay? <laughs> so this, this little tip is going to be go into your own little lab, right? And I have a meditation for it. I'm happy to share with everyone. But go into your lab and look at where you are truly brilliant, where it doesn't feel like work, where you're just in the flow. You know what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. Beverly, when you're just in your zone, like probably how you feel right now on these calls yeah. and when you're designing and when you're helping people, when you have your community, just feels alive, right? Mm -hmm. So ask yourself, what am I doing when I feel that? Because the only reason we do anything is because we want to feel a certain way, right? Right. No matter what. Right. And if if you're not sure about that, as you're listening, think about anything you want. Right. Some of you who are like, I want 100 clients. I want to be a millionaire. Why? Well, because I want to feel like I'm making a difference. I want to be able to take care of my family. Why? Well, because I want to know that I matter. OK. Yeah. What's that really about? I want to I want to love and be loved. I want to I want to be seen and heard. I want others to feel seen and heard. Yes. Now go. Yeah. <laughs> Now launch your business, right? So go go into the lab. And if you're not sure, if you can't do it yourself, ask people in your life, hey, when I'm really in the flow, like Abraham Hicks calls it the vortex, when I'm really in that flow, what am I doing? Right? Like, right. Beverly, you've known me, you've known me a, a little bit of time now, right? And, and right. you're part of my retreat. Like, what would you say I'm doing when I'm in my brilliance, when I'm in mad scientist mode? Oh, wow. You are, you're just... It's, it's almost like you're beaming up energy to everyone around you 
and it even comes across through Zoom, through the telephone, and it's just somehow, it's like a transference of what's inside of you, the best of you, is a gift to other women. Thank you, love. Yeah. It's- so I, I received that. Okay, so let's look at that, right? So an energy transfer of, of it's really like a channeling and an energy of, of what's the, this, this best, this highest good, this pure love, right? And it comes through me and I get to reflect that, right? Mm-hmm. So I can do that as a coach. I can do that as a director. I can do that as an actor. I can do that as a writer, right? So my zone of genius, like I've gone into the lab and I figured it out. So now I've built businesses around it. Is that you described it so beautifully. You're, you're such an artist the way that you like <laughs> painted that picture, right? So for all of you listening, when you, when you kind of hone in on what that energy is, what that flow is, what that feeling, it doesn't have to just be one thing. See how I just explained that I could do that thing. That's why I feel just as like more satisfied coaching as I did acting because I'm honoring that true essence. And it is satisfied as an actor. Right. But it, then you get to play with it. It is, it's, it's actually more satisfied here because then I just get to be me. I don't have to play a character. Yeah. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Alicia, this has been amazing. Alicia, this has been amazing. How can people find your website, find you if they want to connect with you? Thanks, love. Uh, Thebrilliancemethod.com is where to find me. Okay. Uh, uh, if you're a busy entrepreneur, you know that websites aren't always up to date, right? So just go right to the, the contact form or up, opt in on the first page to receive emails from me. I don't send out boring newsletters. That's not my jam. I do everything in my business the way I like to be a client. So if I don't read boring newsletters, I'm not going to send them. Okay. If I'm sending out invitations and opportunities, I'm usually putting in a little bit of magic for you to receive and learn from that email. Even if you don't show up to the event, I like to serve dessert first in all of my trainings. So that's one way. The other way is to join my Facebook group, which is free. There's tons of free training on there, especially around manifestation, sales calls, expanding your business, a little bit of what we've talked about today, a little bit of all of that. That's the Trailblazer community. And uh, we can we can share a link out, out for that too. But if you just search Trailblazer community, Alicia Sky, um, it has a longer name to it, but that's kind of the easiest way. Um, and my branding is generally um, Galaxy, that feeling of limitlessness. Yes. Right? So um, I have one of sure those. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to my publisher, Megs, uh, Megs Thompson. Um, if, yeah, if you're looking to publish your book, she knows, she knows what she's doing. Uh, so yeah, if you're not sure if it's me, just look for the space stuff, the crystal stuff. Um, and can I brag about my earrings, Beverly? Sure. Oh my goodness. So I received this gorgeous gift in the mail. How do I say the name of the brand? Nastava. I received this beautiful gift in the mail, Nastava, this incredible, delicate, thoughtful, femininely packaged oh my gosh so it came in this gorgeous little soft bag and these are citrines and they're citrines hanging from gold and they go beautifully with my my necklace which i don't know if you could see but it says infinite abundance Uh which is you know one of the things that we practice in the brilliance method and one of my levels of the brilliance method is is citrine so beverly was so thoughtful when she thought about that um the other tiers are sapphire and diamond so definitely definitely the right choice as a gift (laughs) (laughs) These are incredible, and um, they just light me up. So did you make these, honey? What's your connection to the jewelry? Yes, I am the designer for Nastava Artisan Jewelry. Thank you for that plug. (laughs) 
You are welcome. I'm going to do stories about it. It's going to be all over the place. I will wear them sometimes during the retreat. I absolutely love them. And not only did you take the time to design them, but you also were very mindful about which which you chose to give me. Yes. Right? Because there's it could have been a necklace, could have been anything, but you saw that I wear this necklace all the time. So I don't really need a necklace, but sometimes my ears are bare and you wanted to honor one of, you know, one of the ways that I share my brilliance, which is through the citrine level of the brilliance method. That's so awesome. just so thoughtful, so intuitive. Thank you, Beverly. Alicia, thank you so much for today. I've really enjoyed it. And I hope our audience has too. You've just been a wealth of information and a joy to behold. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Continue doing these, continue creating your community. Uh, and for everyone who is listening and, and tuned in, regardless of when in the world, when in the timeline, you get to hear this this episode. Uh, Beverly, Beverly is incredible. She's an incredible coach. She brings people together in a really beautiful way. She sees the light in people and holds up that mirror for them to see themselves. So when you get to be in her world, say yes, take advantage of it. It's an opportunity. And I'm so glad that I did. Oh, thank you so much, dear. You take care. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye, love. To feel empowered, we need confidence on the inside and out. Alicia's points help us build confidence on the outside and strengthen our confidence on the inside by showing us how we can give ourselves permission to recreate our life and take the change on that's necessary to increase our empowerment. I believe that we need both inside and outside empowerment to make a woman whole. Thank you so much for being with Alicia and myself on this episode of Her Self-Expression. I hope you can see the direct connection between giving yourself permission to recreate yourself and gaining self-confidence on the inside. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Her Self-Expression podcast. Get our special checklist to see where you stand right now on your journey with self-expression. And while you're there, please leave us a review to help others on this journey. Don't forget to invite your friends too. To gain support for your journey so that you're not alone, join me at Her Self-Expression Sisterhood Facebook group to find out more on self-empowerment, both the knowledge and the support necessary. I want to carry this message of empowerment to all women wherever they are, and social media gives me the vehicle. Please help me by spreading the word and look for our future episodes of Her Self-Expression, released every week on Mondays and Thursdays. Stay tuned for our next episode with more knowledge and actionable tips for your journey to self-empowerment. Most of all, the very most of all, remember that you don't have to go on this journey alone. I'm here to help. Thanks and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Self-Expression podcast today. To listen to past episodes, visit www.her-self-expression.com. Once there, you're going to want to take our quiz to see where you stand right now on your journey to self-expression. If you have any questions or would like to share your thoughts with Beverly and other like-minded women, join our Facebook group, the Her Self-Expression Sisterhood. Invite your friends too. 
When you download and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or other podcast services, be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends to download it too so we can continue to help others. And remember, self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to do it alone. Visit www.her-self-expression.com and join us today.